gosh, welcome back to another episode of The Batch League 3. And oh my gosh, do we have so much to talk about. But before we do that, just wanted to reintroduce myself to all those new listeners out there. Ew! My name is Madison Sedler. I am a Bachelor fan first, uh, other things paralegal producer second to all of that. I am ready to talk about this episode. But first... Here are my friends. Hi, I am Sarah Spectator, not Specter Hill. <laughs> um, I love The Bachelor, but I feel guilty about it. That'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yay! <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Rachel. I wasn't sure if you were going to keep talking. Hi, I'm Rachel. Um, Rachel Tashari. I'm a stand-up comedian, uh, bachelor aficionado first. I mean, I feel like the reason I live is for The Bachelor. I, that is the reason God put me on this earth, is to watch The Bachelor. Um, Honestly, at this point, I feel the same way. So this is great. Oh, no, Who is this our I? calling? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Is this what it's like to be a priest? <laughs> Sarah, I just want to say, Sarah moved into this house as singer and is going to exit this house eventually a bachelor podcaster professionally. It's true. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited Is that amazing? I don't feel like I'm getting the right kind I of feel life like, skills. I feel like I've corrupted you within the time that you lived here, and that that was my true job in college. I just feel like you're friends Great with me job. for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Are you here for the right reasons? No, she isn't. <laughs> Apparently not. Evidently not. We have so much to get into. Um, this was such a strange episode with the the di- the first thing I have in my notes is car boat what? I did not even know those existed. So let's just I like, didn't know those were real. Right. Like let's just jump right in. Um we have Cassandra starting off the very first one-on-one date. And yes. we love Cassandra. We're My big girl. Cassandra fans. My girl, Cassandra. And so it's good. just, at every time that the camera was, like, on a different thing, she was always like, are we doing this now? Are we doing that now? And she's just so cute, and I love her. But th- she, she, they, they drive a boat car into the water but he doesn't explain to her that it's a boat car and I know when I watched it I was like oh no he's going to kill this girl why are they driving into the ocean I definitely had a, a Michael Scott moment yes! in the office where I was like he took a wrong turn and now they're just gonna live with this choice oh the date is just them trying to escape the car as it, <laughs> as it just sinks into the water Oh my god. Like, it was like an escape room in my mind, but like, with really high state, like, you will drown. Well, it didn't have a top, did it? No, it didn't. No, but if the car sinks while you're like buckled in, you just unbuckle and float up. Right? I mean, yes, I (laughs) guess. It's an escape room ever, but still an escape room nonetheless. An escape room nonetheless. I mean, true. Murder is murder. (laughs) Attempted murder is still attempted murder. That's true. And like, it's true. It's just not the smartest way to do it. Oh my gosh! But like, then they but they would see a boat, and she'd be like, "Are we going on the boat? Like, what's next?" With her, it was like, "What's next? What's next? What's next?" Which to me reads maybe that conversation wasn't super like interesting to put on TV that they were oh, having together. I never thought about it like oh, that. Oh wow! No, that is 
I, I didn't think about that. I just thought she just seemed really excited. I, I she was definitely really excited, and I think that she's just, like, a genuinely, like, nice and happy, excited person, but, like, we're not seeing a lot of conversation in that very first section of the date, and I'm wondering if it's because there was no conversation happening, or Good if point. it was, like, d- d- like, a dud kind of conversation So, happening. have you ever ridden in a convertible? Yes. I feel like, one, that's a nightmare for audio, two... I think you have to sort of scream above the wind that's happening. So that's, that's a fair point. A too. good point because they were driving pretty fast. That's you know that may be a factor. Maybe they may have just had to cut a bunch of stuff. But this brings me back to my original point last time was like, why are we doing things where we are not able to talk to each other? Like the <laughs> beauty of Matt James dates were like at least they were able to like sit down and talk to each other not the group dates so much those were mm-hmm. more like competitions but even like the date with Tyler C where Katie where was... Matt and Tyler C like had a date yeah where Matt and Tyler <laughs> C really had the date like but him and Katie were in that room and they like had the time to like just be with each other and not have any kind of like outside weird stuff happening whereas these dates and maybe this is just because like we've been in quarantine so like Claire and Tasha's season, Matt James's season have had to be this way because that's just like the world we're living in right now. But I don't remember I don't, Peter's no, season being like this that Peter, either. Peter, um, Becca, or Rachel seasons had dates that were like maybe one or two, but like most of them, they had a chance to like come together and talk later. The second part of Cassandra's date though was the like salsa dancing in the kitchen. Okay, okay, oh wait, I'm not done with the water boat. The water boat. Oh, uh, not the car done with boat. the water boat. The car boat. I'm not done with the car boat um, because I was actually intrigued by this car boat. I was, I was like, okay, can I afford a car boat? I looked online. Guess how much a car boat is? Mm, $20,000. That's low. That is low. Um, Sorry, I, mean, I don't price cars. I have one. I'm going to so say $80,000. How much? $80,000? That, oh, that feels low-ball in it, too. So close. It's $76,000 for Ooh. a car. Y'all, if we pull all of our money yes. that we've ever made in our life together, we, we still could would not have enough money get, to buy this could, fucking We could boat. maybe get a loan for the car. <laughs> <laughs> we could potentially all co-sign for we a loan. We can put 10% down. <laughs> I mean, honestly, living in Buffalo, like, I don't know when we would go out on the car boat um, to the <laughs> three months of the year. in Delaware year. Park? Well, we, we could go to Canal Side, I'm sure, yeah. to get the, the car boat license. The, we're not getting a car boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Name just saying, the episode, we're not getting a car if boat. <laughs> I had to choose between kids and a car boat, I might choose car boat. Just I saying. I mean, I'm choosing the car boat. <laughs> I don't, that's not a question for me. Yeah. <laughs> Carbo. Car I mean, is that even, is that even a question? Uh, I, yeah. Sorry, the official name is water car. It's a, it's actually called a water car. I, I, I kept like, calling it a car boat. I like car boat I like better. car boat. Yeah, I like It makes the most sense. Honestly. <laughs> to I'm me. I don't, I don't know. Thanks for looking that up, uh, Oh, Rachel. you're That's welcome. I'm really sorry. interesting I just, little tidbit. Yeah, I just wanted to share that because I was actually very intrigued by the water car. It was really cool. I, I want one so bad. 
Because it's, like, the, it's like a them... boat and a car. Yeah, I've only seen them in, like, cartoons. I didn't think that was a real thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so exciting. I've seen boats where you have to, like, pedal the boat. Well, that's oh, like a canal paddle boat. boat. That's a pedal boat. <laughs> pedal boat. Well, yeah, like, when you boats. drink, like, you could go to Canal Side and drink and, like, you, like, pedal on the boat. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a thing. It sounds like fun. I wonder if you can rent a car boat. Instead of buying one, you can, like, rent one and, like, take it on the lake Bachelor for the day. Nation listeners, tweet at us at the Batch League 3. Do we and have a Twitter? We do have a Twitter. <gasps> if you tweet work at, at Hertz, rent a car. And you, <laughs> and you can lend us, Let us the know. water car. We can write we it off as a business do... expense. We can we can <laughs> do the podcast on the car boat. Like we can like we'll like we'll literally be like live from the car boat at Saturday night, and that'll be like the That's three right. of us. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, no, it's Tuesday night. Oh yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> we would be recording on Tuesday, right? Because yeah, yeah. Well, no, if, they would if come we're out recording on Tuesday. it live, though, yeah. if we're recording it live. Well, by that, it would mean that all of this is live, right? Okay. So, second half of the date. They're dancing in the kitchen, Cassandra and uh, Juan Pablo. I don't know. Uh, To me, I would feel more nervous dancing in the kitchen um, with this man I don't really know in this intimate setting where the whole beginning half of the date, we were just in a car boat, not talking. Well, you wanted them to be, to have a... um... An intimate moment. Ooh, sorry. Um, but you wanted them to have time to talk. Now they're really close. And I think that, yeah. I think that, that is the most real kind of first date, right? It's like you're cooking in the kitchen, maybe? Is that like a real first is date? That a, is that a first date thing? Because I, I, I don't know if I've ever I had that. So. I'm not going to lie to you. My first date, I don't want people in my house. <laughs> This That's is fair. this is my space, and uh, you know, maybe it's my I'm perfect only the top first eight date. Invited. Maybe I think that's I mean this might be my perfect first date, with the between the car, car and and the and the swimming. <laughs> they were swimming in the lake after, and then mm-hmm. they were, uh, you know, cooking and dancing, doing some salsa in the kitchen. This might be my perfect first date. I I really think so. I think she got lucky here. I like that we all have differing opinions on this one because, yeah. like, to me, I, I get nervous <laughs> with somebody that I don't know. I would love, like Lucy, I'd love a group date because mm. then I feel like I have other people to bounce off of and I feel like I'm not by myself with this guy I don't know. I'd have to have, like, a couple of group dates before I get, like, this intimate. And my cooking is, like, not good. And I know this, like, up front. And I know that he'll do probably most of it, but also I'll be expected to chop an onion or something. And on the first date with John, he made me chop an onion to make garbage plates, which are a Rochester delicacy, for those of you who don't know that. Um, And I was in charge of chopping the onion, and my very first thought was, what if I, like, screamed really loud and pretended to cut my finger off? How funny would that be? And I was like, mmm. That's Maybe really not. funny. It's so funny, right? I and I'd be in love with it. you the minute you did that. <laughs> I'd be like, that's it. I'm putting a ring on it. I didn't do it. And I see, but I would do the same thing here. I'd think to myself, and I would chicken out and I wouldn't do it. But I would sit there and be like, if I pretended to cut my finger off right now, I'd be like, oh my God. Like, how would he react to this? Would this be very funny? Because I would laugh. 
Um, I think it'd be hilarious. Maybe I'm just crazy. <laughs> oh no! What does that mean for the rest of us? I think that's funny. Ooh. But um, this yeah. is not my ideal date. Um, one, I don't like cooking if I don't have to cook. Um, as a single person, I do have to cook. But um, I don't know. I like to keep people company in the kitchen while they cook me meals. So maybe that's fine. Not on a date though. Oh, I, I, like, I, I'm I like all about it. Maybe attention. it's just because I'm also a foodie. Like, I feel like if I'm dating somebody, we need to be able to cook together, and he needs he or they need to like cooking and in the kitchen. I don't know. I just think that's sexy. It's kind of intimate because you do get a chance to like chat and stuff, and you're doing something together. I don't know. I think it's uh, an intimate date, but. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just like, I want intimacy, but not too much intimacy because then I'll freak out. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds, that sounds like yeah. I'm, I'm very Goldilocks in that way where I'm like, <laughs> it has to be just right. Or there is absolutely no way that this is happening for me. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do need a man who could cook. And this episode, we really dive into the fact that Juan Pablo knows how to cook. Oh, yeah. Because this is not the first time we're going to see him in the kitchen today. But Are waiting to get there? Before we get there. Well, well you know, go in order. Um, before, I don't do anything in order. Before we get there, um, we have the group date. The group date. Um, but... I know maybe this is actually a little bit on a board or two. I don't really remember. But um, Elise and Chelsea are the only two people who um, don't go on the group date. Mm-hmm. So they're like, one of us is getting that second one-on-one. And Elise is after Chelsea for some reason. She is not feeling Chelsea at all. And I love Chelsea because she's on my team. I also kind of just like Chelsea. She reminds me a little bit of Kristen Bell. The more I watch her. Uh, yes, I just she feel does. Like I, I don't like her. I don't think she's sincere. You don't like her? No. I like I her. I like Elise a lot. Oh, see? Really? Oh, hashtag no. Team Elise. I literally later in my notes wrote, Elise is a, a bitch in sheep's clothing. You know who's a bitch in sheep's clothing? Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, yeah. I fucking... She's on my team, so of course I can't like... You know what? I can. She's awful. Yeah. She's so mean. She's earning you points if she's yeah, awful, that's too. that's true. So that in the actual league, that's, like, a good thing to have somebody who's super mean on your team. Because mm-hmm. she just stirs the pot with everybody, and then people cry, and you get points. It's love great. It. I love um, it. But also hate it. <laughs> but that's one of those things that Elise and Chelsea, like, have this little moment by the pool together where they're talking, and Elise is like, ugh. She's so young and just shouldn't be here and is not ready, la, la, la. And meanwhile, Chelsea's, like, two years younger than her. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, but and she she's like that people can be in, like, different parts of their lives. But she's also, like, five years older than the girls we usually have on the season at this point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I'd yeah. rather they be 25 than them be, like, 20 and on the show, like, I'm ready for marriage. Wasn't Hannah Ann 21? She was. Yeah, she was. She was <laughs> she 21. Was. But you know who else is 21 is Cassandra. And I think Cassandra is actually really mature for her age. Well, cause she, oh, she, she has a baby. Totally is. She has a yeah. kid. And she you have just, to I mean, compare, okay, the maturity level of Cassandra versus, like, Hannah Ann, there's, like, just, there is a huge gap there, mm-hmm. I feel. And I, I honestly do believe that Cassandra is ready to settle down and, like, get married, whereas Hannah Ann was just kind of, like, doing it for fun. 
And Cassandra has a whole other person to think about, like, on top of that, too. So, like, that grows you up pretty fast when you are no longer just responsible for yourself. Which is the part of my 20s that I am truly enjoying. I feel like I'll really understand this once I have my own water boat. Yes, when I have a water car of my own, I'll finally I'll understand, understand what it's like and like having something and to responsibility. Take care of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes the the name of this episode will be um, the Batch League Three buys a water car, <laughs> water boat, car boat. When I get a water a water car, <laughs> that's what it'll be called. When I get a water car. So, oh. the people who are on the group date. Oh, Kelly. We, you know what? We didn't also discuss oh. um, that Elise and Renee have a cute moment. When Elise kind of opens up to Renee and talks about how her mom died and how her mom wanted, was going to sign her up for the show and didn't get a chance to. Um, you are she right. Away. Yes. I thought that was so cute. And then, of course, further proving that Renee is too good for this world. Because um, she's this, just And an this, angel. again, is not... Renee's only moment where she is too good for this show. She is constantly showing that she is like this mature, beautiful, perfect woman that frankly, if I were single, I would go out with because she's perfect and I love her. Yes. Um she's probably but my she's favorite like so person humble on the show. Too. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I like that about her. Yeah, she's just the best person on the episode like on every episode. She does something that's like, "Oh god, Renee, what are you doing?" She's here? like all of their moms. Kind of. Like she's like the mom to, to the people who are more emotional. Like, I wouldn't say Claire would come to Elise and, or uh, come to Renee and be like, I'm having a problem. But, like, the younger oh, people. But do later we do see Renee and Claire. We'll get there. We'll get the there. vibe is different, though. We'll get there. Um, but they are they but are very Renee, open with Renee. They feel comfortable with Renee. And they, they always like to talk to Renee when things are going on. And that so. speaks so much to Renee's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this, at the end of the day, is still a competition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most and of them are not this. here to be friends. They're here to be America's Next Top Model. But, like... Yeah. No. A hundred percent. I agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. But it just speaks so much that Renee is friend... Renee is friend to all. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is... And all these girls are playing, like, different roles at any given time. Um, we're seeing Kelly coming out as more of a bitchy kind of character. Villain, we're yeah. seeing Elise and Chelsea being pit up against each other this episode. Claire is the Disney princess. Renee is the mom. And then Andy, as Rachel said, I think an episode or two ago, Andy's kind of our eyes into the reality of what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I still agree that she's the anti-Claire, so I feel like they're both... On opposite, opposite sides. sides of the spectrum. Yeah, oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Andy was a really great choice for Bachelorette when she was on, um, when she had her own season. Um, even even Are this. You telling early. me she doesn't win? <laughs> I think that uh, seven years ago, spoiler alert, uh, yeah, <laughs> she well, has her own season. That is disappointing. I looked this up because somebody asked me about this, but um, she is one of two Jewish leads that we've ever seen. Um, This is usually a Christian lead show, and uh, she is not. And I thought that was very interesting. I enjoy that. Um, I like her a lot. She's one of my favorites of the season as well. All these girls are really great, though, like considering the past, but we don't have to get into that every single time. All of them? Like, most of them. Like, out of all, like, yeah, he's got Some a good he's got great. a good group. 
I mean, yeah. if yeah. he decides to keep the good ones or not, we're going to see what happens. But, like, Oof. he's got a good group well, Juan of Juan Pablo's, like, a fucking idiot, so. Juan Pablo's decision-making skills when it comes to roses, I'm super questioning. I, I just don't episode. understand. Um, <laughs> but we do get into this group date, which is a soccer group date. Um, this feels very Juan Pablo to me. This feels like a great date to see a lot of things out of these girls. How do they work as a team? How competitive they are? How far are they willing to go to poor get Charlene the gold? Just oh, poor get in the face. Oh, I was she like, got don't break up. her face. Don't get her in the throat. That's her money. So who was on who was on this date? It was Kelly, Renee, Charlene, Danielle, Lauren, Nikki. Lucy, Nikki, Andy, Allie, and Christy. And Nikki, um, right? And Nikki, yeah. Um, they were all on this date. They were split up into two teams, red and blue, and they had to play a soccer game, and it was a mess. They, I think one team was up by three goals before Juan Pablo was like, I'll come in and help you, don't worry, to the other team, because oh. they were doing so bad, <laughs> um, which is great. I Somebody scored three goals, and they said it, and I could not tell who the girl was. It was I Allie. It was Allie, the one Allie. that had had played soccer her whole life. I'm pretty sure oh, she was yeah, the one that scored three goals. <laughs> Allie, the MVP of the day. Allie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you two think you would fare on this date? <laughs> I would say, ouch, I hurt my ankle. I'm going to have to just sit on the sidelines if that's cool. I would pull <laughs> Victoria Paul and be like, oh, my doctor says that I'm not supposed to... Um, do any sort of physical activity? No. I would play. I would just be real bad. I would be like, you know how in gym class there were always those girls, like, that didn't do anything in the back in volleyball? That would have been me. I would have been just like, oh, uh, you know, just kind of yeah. playing with my jersey in the back. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Rachel, you're going to laugh. I wrote in my notes that as soon as Charlene got hit in the face with that ball, <laughs> The minute that happened to me, I would be like Victoria P. Oh my God, my doctor, my nose. I my nose is ten thousand dollars. I gotta go sit on the sidelines. Um, can't have things flying at my face like that. <laughs> but no like, balls at your face. No balls in my face like no that. Uh, coming at that speed, like that. can't have that. Um, I would pull a Victoria P. Though and be like. Oh no! Can't can't do this anymore. She was a trooper for getting hit in the face and like getting back up and playing. Yeah. Oh, over no, and over you. again. It was like she got hit in the in the arm. She got hit like in the back. Like it was. He pushed her down at one point. <laughs> did, did anybody else see that? No, I did. He pushed I did. her right down, and then he's like, "I'm on your team," and I'm like, "Yeah, why are you pushing her, <laughs> sir?" <laughs> I think you know why. He's the worst. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. This was, it felt like a really good um, date to me just because, like, of who he is and how this, like, connects to his life. And he felt, or he seemed very in his element. Um, but these poor, these poor women, only Allie knew how to play soccer. I, I bet you everybody else was just, like, Kelly looked like she was just kind of running around where the ball kind of was. And then... That would be yeah. Wouldn't be part. I don't know anything about soccer. Like period. I so, I could probably like kick it once, and then that would probably be the extent of it. 
I'd be the asshole who tried to kick the ball and would fall, and the ball would just kind of slightly roll. I'm not sports. I don't sports. I I played softball for, like, five years. Surprise, I'm queer. But, like, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) I'm pretty good at that. But I don't don't sport other than that. I don't sport other than that. What I liked so, about this with this date, and they don't do it now, but um, both the winning and the losing team still got to go to the cocktail party. So yeah. it was, yeah. I I mean, remember when Bachelor was just supposed to be fun, like, <laughs> and we were just <laughs> supposed to have fun. It wasn't like you know sending girls home crying like every. You know what I mean? Sending was, men in their little thongs back home when they don't win the date. <laughs> And that, you know what I mean? It just, it used to be fun. I don't know. They used, didn't used to care so much about that sort of thing. But, um, so both teams, regardless of whether they won or not, still got to go to the cocktail party after the date, which was yes, nice. and they, they got to be in a soccer stadium by themselves, which to me is really cool because to me it equates to being in like a theater by myself, which is truly like the most magical it's, time. It sure is. It's like you, the ghost light, and then empty theater is my favorite like setting to be in. So to have just the lights and the empty stadium with nobody else but the women there, I felt like that would equate to like the same mm-hmm. kind of feeling for Juan Pablo, which I thought was super nice for him. Um, and for the other girls to kind of experience that with him. Um, this would be a group date that, though I'm a very bad soccer player and can't really do sports very well, I would be happy to at least get to experience, like, this mm-hmm. section of the date. I mean, this is this section of the date is the part that I would thrive at because I really enjoy conversation. Like, hello, we're all having a podcast. So <laughs> I think the mix of that, like, sparkle of being in an empty stadium um, with that element of getting to know you would would be the high point for me as opposed to like some people who'd be great at soccer and not, not, not to mention too like if you are on a group date with like people you are starting to become friends with at this point it's even nice to when you're not with him because you're only with him for a little bit of time out of all of that time that you're filming to mm-hmm. be able to like hang out with some like yeah. new friends that you've made that you would not have made otherwise so it feels much nicer than it does now yeah. when you're like locked in Nemecolon forever by yourself with these women <laughs> and like don't have anywhere to really like mm-hmm. escape to. Mm-hmm. Thanks, COVID, for making this a problem. <laughs> um, but anyway, mm-hmm. my first note I have on here is do you think that Nikki's going to open up anymore as time goes on? Because I know that they had like a little nice moment. They played the really nice music for her. Um, and he, she talks about how nervous she is and she's not used to like opening up or anything like that. Um, and he says, you have something that I like, but he can't like put his finger on it. Um, I, I just want to like pick your brain about how that conversation kind of went, because to me, it was kind of like a very general bachelor conversation that you would have. I feel like we've seen this conversation on every season where it's like, I'm really bad at opening up. Um, I'm so nervous. Um, that kind of back and forth. And then, you know, how the group date ends where Nikki ends up getting the group date rose. 
I was a little confused watching that and then watching yeah. him interact with some of the other women. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if does she open up later on or like is that something we can look forward to with Nikki or is this just like once again Juan Pablo is just giving the rose out to somebody who doesn't eeny, want meeny, miny, it. doesn't want to worry anymore about it, I guess. I think that um he is very physically attracted to Nikki. And mm-hmm. you kind of see that night one when he come when she comes out of the limo, he like literally bites his knuckle because he's so attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so being this being Bachelor World, you don't have much to go on. It's kind of at an accelerated pace, and you have to open up quickly. So she, it would seem that she would be at a disadvantage because she says it's difficult for her to open up. But he, I think he is just so physically attracted to her that he's like he gave her the rose you know what I'm trying to say yeah and at this point like I don't have anything super against Nikki I just as somebody who like knows how this goes this just felt like okay you know we've seen this conversation on everybody's season that I've watched since Mm -hmm. you know Rachel Lindsay's season of The Bachelor I don't, like, I don't know why that would constitute a rose other than what you're saying, Rachel, is just, like, this initial attraction to this person. Because she really, comparatively, I felt, didn't really open up as much as somebody like Charlene or Andy does, which we can get into as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I made a mistake last episode. This is the episode. It's This is what happens when I watch two in a row. They get all muddled up. But Andy and him, like, make out in the kitchen of this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Andy, that would be my move. Oh, my God. Let's eat nachos and make out in the he kitchen. He takes her to the kitchen. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he took, he took her to the kitchen. I feel like he wanted to have that moment with her. I yeah. think he really yeah. likes Andy. And, um, See, I like that aspect of a date. So, like, I don't want to cook, but if you're going to bring me to, like, secretly to a kitchen that's, like, all dark and stuff, and we're just going to have a, a nice little chat where it's just the two of us in the dark air, drinking beer, eating nachos, like, that sounds romantic to me. Yeah, that is. That was a pretty romantic moment. Yeah. Okay, and maybe this is just my, like, disdain for authority, but, like, I feel like we were breaking some yeah. kind of rule. Yeah, Even yeah. though we're not, because we're clearly being recorded on television, and everyone is going to see me doing this, but, like, ooh, let's sneak into the back and get some, like, nachos and, like, hang out and, like, it's make mysterious. out in the kitchen. It yeah. feels like, <clears throat> ooh, maybe this is my weird hatred of authority but it's one of those like I feel like I'm breaking the rules well it's like in rom-coms when you know they go to an empty stadium or an empty basketball court and they're sneaking all around or they have to get through you know to get into the building or whatever like that's this that's literally what's happening with all these different girls is they're on this they're on the field they're in the kitchen they're places they're normally wouldn't be allowed to go which is cool I, I like that. Right. I think it's I, a I little do like secret that. sexy. Yeah, it, I, it is secret <laughs> sexy, and I am really into that. I okay. agree. Hello, I think that's Bachelor fans. <laughs> oh, kind of going back to what you were saying, Maddie, about um, how it, it was difficult for Nikki to open up. Um, we didn't really mm-hmm. see the conversations that he was having with, say, Lucy or Allie mm-hmm. on this date, so they could have also uh been you know they could have also felt like they you know felt felt that it was difficult to open up right away but i think he's just so 
attracted to women like Andy. Like, I, you could kind of see the women that he's attracted to on this date. So there's, like, Andy, Charlene he spends some extra time with. You know, it seems like these mm-hmm. ladies that he, like, he he brought the blanket to the field to have, like, a little extra time with Charlene. I think that says a lot about how he feels. And he took Andy to the back to, like, hang out with her. Whereas with right. Lucy, Whereas they were just these... in the stands. With Allie, they were just kind of in the stands. Um, so I think... But, like, we saw a snippet of Danielle opening up. She talks about how she was adopted when she was two. We see, like, a very, very small little bit here. And it's interesting because, like, that is a conversation that today's Bachelor would just, like, jump right on top of. And that's what we would have seen for, like, a majority of this date. We would have gotten a lot of Danielle's perspective about how it was to open up Um, with this really big thing, we would have seen the reaction of The Bachelor. But we really only get that little bite of it, Mm -hmm. and then we move on to the next thing with this Mm -hmm. one. So it is really apparent who he's into because they're showing us those women. They're showing us Nikki, Andy, and Charlene, and then the other however many girls are on this date. I don't even think we see Kelly at all during this whole time. I don't think so either. But she got a she got a rose on the last group date, right? So. Where we were all confused <clears throat> as to how again, the eeny meeny biny moated. But like Lauren, <laughs> I completely forgot she was even still on the show, but she was on this date. You know, like I, I can't even think of what Lauren looks like. She Who came in on the piano. Oh, okay, composer yeah. girl. I was. She you doesn't know, have a lot of pizzazz. I she's pizzazzless women. She yeah, seems true. she seems quiet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she seems nice. Like, I, oh, I like yeah. her. And I really liked her entrance. I just, um, I forgot she was there, which yeah. is a problem. <laughs> um, that's a big, that's a really big problem. And especially in the league, if you have a contestant that you forget is on your team or, like, forget is even around, that's uh, not that's great because yeah. your points are points are going way down mm-hmm. <laughs> at mm-hmm. that point. Because um, ha- it's like not having them on your team at all, which is worse than... <laughs> It's a waste of a spot. It's really, truly a waste <laughs> of a spot. Um, but we do see um, Charlene and him, they kiss on the field, mm-hmm. and everyone can see it. How, Andy is uncomfortable. How would the two of you react to something like that, where you are, like, truly in the spotlight, having this conversation, he goes in for the kiss, do you do it, Go. Of course. Um, or as, um, I'm sorry, as Charlene would say, sure. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. Charlene. Oh, Charlene. Charlene. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I I didn't know really what to make of that kiss. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a little weird, right? It was a little weird. I wrote- Charlene and him have the most awkward kiss in TV history in front of all of the women. That was my note. This is where the the plan comes in from Sean in episode one, where he was like, do you have plans on how you're going to kiss them? This should not have been part of his plan. (laughs) (laughs) This was a bad plan. (laughs) Um, I I definitely want to kiss them because, like, uh, kissing is fun. And he's, like, semi-attractive, so, like, Oh my gosh, would I have preferred to be one growing on you? Fuck no. (laughs) He's traditionally attractive, so sure, like he's he's just not for me. He's just not my type. 
Um, He's not my type either. I don't blame you. But he is attractive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Honestly, if you speak another language to me, you're my type. I would definitely prefer to be Juan Pablo in this situation, kissing Charlene. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) And I can guarantee you it would not have been as awkward. But I think she kind of smoothed things over by, like, kissing him again. Yeah. Which is really cute. Um, so I think, I think that he's awkward and Charlene is shy. So that just doesn't go together. It just doesn't go together. Um, but you know, yeah. The, so the answer to your question is, yeah, I'd, I'd kiss him. I mean, <laughs> I, I would as well, but how would you, because this is something that also stuck out to me was that how appalled the other women were. Yeah, what the fuck? What they were like, gonna happen? they're kissing? Like, yeah, you're on The Bachelor. Like, I'm pretty sure Andy, like, crossed about? her arms and was, like, really upset that he yeah. was kissing other women. Yes, no, Andy, I, okay, so Andy, I think, is just, is also developing feelings for him at this point. So, like, we know that, like, Claire is so into him. We know, now I think we're starting to see that Andy is also very into him. Um, Nikki is for sure. Um, we see a little bit of like with the other women, there's like a little bit of chemistry. Shirlene is on the fence, as we can kind of see, but I think that like the make out about Charlene screams to me, I want to want this. Yeah, yeah, she screams, I want, I want so badly to want it, and I just don't think she does. I don't know. I think I she I think she is like literally on the fence. So like I think it could go either way at this point because of where they are at the cocktail party. Um but I think right now she's just enjoying the moment and just trying to spend the quality time and like hope for a spark. To Do you grow. think those girls came after her afterwards to be like how dare you kiss him in public in front of us? No, no, no they're because... way too passive aggressive for that. No, I don't think that no. any of them would come the only reason I say that is because at the pool party later, Charlene and him have another moment where they're like making out on the couch and she and him are like, everyone is watching us. We need to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me think well, that. Well, they're also both like half laid down on this couch. But still, that's what makes me think that like, did somebody on that group date or did Renee later after hearing about the like? What happened where it went from we're literally in the spotlight of, like, of this soccer stadium, and now we're in, like, the privacy of our own, like, mansion, and this is something that gets brought up. So... What are we not seeing? One of the girls that were on the group date probably said something to her, that, but not in a confronting way. They probably were like... Um, oh, just so you know, like, a lot of the girls were kind of upset that you did that. You know, not really being, like, not attacking her, but they probably, like, let her know that, Who do you oh, think was... it was? Like, if that <laughs> happened, <laughs> who do I think like... it was? Yeah, Honestly, who do you think it was? Honestly, it seems like her Andy. and Andy are kind of close. Yeah. So I feel like Andy would have been the one to be like, just so you know, like, on the date, a lot of people were, like, you know, because Andy and him made out in the back. But she probably was like, just so you know, a lot of the girls were kind of upset that you did that. And she was also upset, but I mean, I could see she's an attorney. I could see her do like playing this in a way that's non confrontational, but also like, you know, this is how I feel. I know that it's something we have to deal with, but like, this is how I feel. Yeah. We also see later that that 
uh, Shirlene and Andy are friends. Well, because we, mm-hmm. they kind of have a similar moment after, during the pool party, when Charlene and him were making out. Andy and Charlene were talking after, and Charlene was saying, I really didn't want to be disrespectful. Well, so, like, you know what I mean? They were talking about it after, so I can imagine it was Andy. It was probably Andy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I just thought that that was a very interesting thing that I noticed, which is, again, something we don't really see anymore in later seasons because we're all kind of, like, aware of... I think Peter kissed every single girl night one or Mm -hmm. something like that. Like, I'm pretty sure he kissed, like, a hundred people night one. Um, Which says so much about Peter. Whereas um, Rachel Lindsay only kissed Brian night one um, and nobody else. So it's just very interesting to see these girls get, like, so up in arms about something as silly as this. Yeah, I just feel like I don't know what they were expecting. This is all of them are dating the same guy. Yeah, this is also, like, three weeks in now, and Mm -hmm. I think some of these girls are getting insecure about the fact that they haven't been kissed yet, but he's making out with all these other women. Mm, Do you see what I'm saying? That's a really good point, too. Yeah, and it is three weeks in, and is this really the first time that we're seeing this happen in front of everybody? Maybe, but I think that... If you haven't been kissed three weeks in and you're seeing that he's having physical intimacy with other women, that you're going to be completely insecure. You're going to be worried. You're going to have anxiety. You know what I mean? Well, because Nikki even says in her little interview, like, I should have gone in to kiss him. I should have just gone in to kiss him. That surprises me every time when they're like, I didn't kiss him. I'm like, why not? And then they, and then, you know, Nikki gets the group date rose. And I think that she's surprised because she sees this moment that him and um, Charlene have together. And she still gets the rose, even though I think that she was probably more surprised than anybody else because Mm -hmm. she's thinking to herself, we haven't even kissed yet. I think it's two um, different forms of validation. Yeah, for sure. So so he validated Charlene by making out with her on the field, whereas he validated Nikki by giving her a rose. So that being said, Nikki does get the rose. Um, I thought that out of everybody, it would be Charlene or Andy. Um, so did Charlene and Andy. <laughs> yeah. Andy was upset. Uh, you could see. She was like, I thought I was going to get that rose. Like, I 1,000% thought it was going to be Andy because I felt like their connection was the most authentic and the most, um, it, they went together the most. In her interview, just sounded like disappointed, but in herself. Mm-hmm. And that was heartbreaking to me was yeah. that she was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I'm like, nothing. He... This is the game, babe. And Rachel, what you say that makes so much sense now is that he's in his own way. Like if his thought process is, well, I'm validating you by making out with you in the kitchen or I'm validating you by doing this, that and the other thing. And then I'm giving the group date to somebody, Rose, to somebody who like maybe doesn't have that same kind of validation. Right. That then makes sense as to how this has all been working. Now that clicks with me a little bit better if that's like really how he's... I think that things. is how he's doing. I think that's how he's doing. We move on to Chelsea's date. Her date was very cute in the very beginning, Chelsea's date, and then got very very like less it? cute and I hated it. Um cuz I would never want to do this, but they had to bungee jump off of a bridge. What? Yeah, what Wh- yeah, what? you wouldn't have done that? No. No, I would not have done that. 
And I 1,000% would not have let him convince me to do it. It would have, because of uh, my problem with authority, I would have been like, sir, you cannot tell me what to do. I am, this is the hill I die on. I'm, this you know, is the a Sarah Scorpio hill I through. die on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> As a Scorpio, I shall not be moved. Um, I, I 100% would have been like, nah, that, that's fine. You do it. You have fun. This is so exciting. Sure, I trust you and I'm not going to jump off a fucking bridge with you. It didn't look safe. Am I wrong? No. It didn't look safe. No. None of it um, looked safe or professional. It no, it didn't look like professional Like they found some people on the street. Yeah, yeah. And like the people who were like holding them. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I would have been like, I don't know. It did not look professional. There was that huge cement block literally right underneath them. Mm-hmm. You know, Rachel, like, I was so close to texting you and being like, hey, is the reason the season gets so wild is because we see the first death on the bastion? <laughs> <laughs> they get pretty close to that I fucking was, cement block, I'll tell you that. Like, I was nervous. I, I was genuinely nervous for them. Like, you could tell that she didn't want to do it. She literally backed away and he had to talk her into doing it. And I'm just like, I hate this. Like, I really hate this. I don't think Um, he talked to her into it. I think he said, whatever you want to do is fine. He even said, like, it's not a bad date if you don't want to do this. It's still going to be a good date. And she did kind of say, okay, well, let's go take. She kept on wanting to go back and take another look. If you noticed that. She wanted to do that a couple of times. So she would back away. You know, they they look over the edge. She'd say, "I don't want to do it." They'd back away, and then she'd be like, "Okay, I want to go look again." So they would. They did that a few times, and then she finally felt confident enough to to do it. But um, I I don't know if I would have just because it just I don't know if I it would didn't, do it didn't that. Look on the, safe and. What really bothered me was later they talk about, like, their biggest fears, right? And this was obviously set up for Chelsea so that she'd have to face a big fear, which is, like, seven points, I think, in Mm -hmm. the league. Um, I'm sure that the producers ask you, like, what are your fears, you know, whatever, so that they make you face them on the show if they're given the opportunity to, like, make for good TV. Mm -hmm. So they talk about what their other fears are. Juan Pablo's is obviously, like, leaning into the dad thing. He wants to set a good example for his daughter. Chelsea, thing that she says is Chelsea doesn't want to be unhappy. That's her biggest fear is to, like, end up being unhappy. And she doesn't want to compromise her happiness for other people. But that's exactly what we see happen on this date. Mm-hmm. And I do understand that he was talking to her and I do understand that like she kept going back to look and like ultimately it was like her choice. But I it sits so weird with me because she knows she's being filmed. She's going to be on television. People are going to be watching this and judging her. Mm -hmm. So it's still it still to me felt like regardless of what he was saying to her, she felt pressure into doing this because she likes him and she wants to stay. Red flag. (laughs) And that was my red flag moment of this episode. Um, written in all caps is that you asked me what my biggest fear was 
just moments after I compromised what would have made me happy and comfortable because of the added pressures of television and because of this is the date that I was chosen for. It makes sense why she was. Just thinking about bungee jumping. Like I can feel my heart starting to race just thinking about having to make a choice to bungee or not to bungee. And like that, I don't want to be put, I wouldn't want to be put in that situation. Mm -hmm. And then on top of being filmed and he really wants to do this and is, you know, doing this worth winning him over or is there another way that I can do that that doesn't involve jumping off of a, a bridge into a cement block? I don't know. I, I just hate these kinds of dates. I'm not going to lie. Between, like, these bungee jumping dates or even sky mm, skydiving, too, for a first date, maybe if it was, like, a hometown date like Rachel and Matt had, but for a first date, I can't stand these. I can't stand these kinds of dates because <laughs> cause then she was so close to getting Cassandra's date, which was the water car and swimming and cooking dinner, like... Could you imagine coming home and hearing Cassandra's date and then going and doing this date and being like, can I just go in a water car? You know? I mean, like, but, and it was the same thing that I said for um, Kat's date versus Claire's date was like, we're doing a marathon rave. Are you kidding me? Claire got Winter Wonderland hot tub private concert and I have to go to a marathon rave? Like, Mm -hmm. this just doesn't even seem fair. Like, It seems like a shitty date is what it seems like. I don't know. I'm just wondering if this is, like, the women that he's attracted to but is sort of like, "Mm, I don't really want to talk to them. I just want to have fun with them. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's certainly possible. Um... It also, that's also shitty. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's not shitty. I also, I hate this date. I hated it. I hated, I hated, it. I hated it, it, too. I liked the beginning. I liked the end. I hated the middle part, which was the majority of the date, which mm-hmm. was them convincing this poor woman on national television to jump off of a cliff. And I hated it almost as much as I hated Jason's date on Claire season, where they made this poor man open up about his life on national TV only to send him home mm-hmm. or, like, only to pick Dale next week like Mm -hmm. it to me it was just like it was like too much for for not enough it was too much for not enough I hate that they framed it too that he was comforting her Mm. and to me it felt more like he was convincing her Mm. okay interesting Interesting. I guess feel comforting I guess it like kind of just depends on where you're coming from right because like if I'm coming from it from somebody who's also like stupid afraid of heights I'm very worried about my safety and dying is, like, another thing yeah. that I have, like, in the back of my head at all times. But, like, if you're when, if you're coming at it from that or if you've ever been convinced to do something that, like, you maybe didn't want to do safety-wise or whatever, um, it just feels, like, it feels more icky. convincing. Yeah, it feels icky. And I don't like it. I don't – I did Same. not like it. And I thought Chelsea deserved better than this. Um mm-hmm. I think Elise deserves better than this, too, just to be clear. I didn't want Elise <laughs> sure. on this date, either. I sure. think nobody should have been on this date. Um, if Juan Pablo wants to jump off a bridge, bungee jumping, or otherwise, he can do it. Even if he wants solo. <laughs> this, is, this is a joint decision I feel like people should make. And I know that they do this because there's there are studies that prove 
that when you're put in stressful situations like this, like if you're bungee jumping or if you're skydiving, it actually brings the two people closer together because they have a shared experience of a, like a near-death experience. Of trauma. Of trauma. Yeah, th- exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's This a, doesn't it, feel super healthy. It, do- <laughs> it, it doesn't feel great. I'm going to tell you that. I'm just saying that that's what studies I mean, prove, and I'm sure that's what they're going for on this show, is they're like, oh, you guys did this great thing together, so now you're not more connected. To, and not to mention, they definitely fi- found out that she was afraid of heights, and they were like, this will make for great television. I'm not a therapist, but this all feels very unhealthy. <laughs> As somebody who isn't a therapist, I am inclined to agree. Thank you. Um, but anyway. Therapist Bachelor Nation, hit us up. <laughs> I'd love to get a take on from a therapist on like this whole process. Yeah, let's get one on. Let's get one on the show. I have therapist friends. We could do that. We could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, the girls wake up to Juan Pablo in the kitchen again. Um, cooking them breakfast. Now, this is a date I want to be on. Truly. Well, sort of. <laughs> they get up, don't know he's there, and then come downstairs, and there are, some of them are looking wrecked, which I think is cute and sexy, but also, like, I would not want that. I will say that their version of wrecked is my, like, on a normal okay hair day. Like, they all still looked fine, and I am like, this is not how I wake up. <laughs> I wake up, and I look like a goddamn truck hit me. Like, this is, <laughs> this is like, this, you all look beautiful. How do you do, somebody needs to get in my inbox right now and tell me how you wake up that pretty. I gotta know. Have I you seen long, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I have a long time You don't boyfriend. sleep. And the he man goes me to like sleep, a truck. and you put the cream and the hair, and then, you know, you wake up just as the sun rises, and you take it all off and put some lipstick on. And then you go and lay back in bed, and he's like, oh, I've been asleep. And she's like, mm, me too, I'm so refreshed. When really you've gotten four and a half hours of sleep because your nightly routine takes a, a million hours. You're not telling me these girls are doing the Mrs. Maisel routine Well, the twenty. 20- 14 version of it sure I, I guess i just am like i just need somebody hit me up with their skincare routine or something like i need some hair like my yeah. hair just my oh, hair my looks hair like i've been insane. electrocuted in the morning i walked outside to get my groceries yesterday after waking up from my um afternoon nap and we are very are hot, hot neighbors. neighbors are outside grilling and i look <laughs> My hair is sticking up. I was not wearing a bra. And I was like, oh, I just got to go get my groceries. I walked down. They all looked over at me. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Hi. Rough night last Cute night. puppy. Right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I can't imagine how these women feel on this date with Juan Pablo. Or not date. Breakfast. Brunch. Whatever. Um, I love that the, some of the girls go in and they're like, hey, Juan Pablo is here making his breakfast. And they're like, ugh. And they, like, laid out. They just, like, flat back down and are like, I have to put makeup on. But he wants to see them without makeup. Yeah, that was his whole, <laughs> whole deal was, like, I gotta see Kamikaze attacking yeah. them in the morning time. Though, he looked really... So this... He looked really good in that kitchen. He did. Yeah. Agreed. He looked Agreed. really comfortable, which he looked, is very yeah, sexy. In his element. Um, yeah, yeah, which is attractive to me. So that I was, was like, hot. okay, Juan Pablo, okay. I love a man who can cook, and yeah. he did he a really so great job. He looks so comfortable, yeah. And he made enough for everyone, which is insane. That's a lot of women to cook for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of cooking to do. For 15 yeah. women? 
Mm-hmm. That is a lot of fucking cooking. I can't I'll imagine. Say, this is my my uh, Juan Pablo green flag moment uh, is this cooking in the kitchen moment. The first one, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks in, we got we got a green flag here. This is where Madison would be into Juan Pablo. Um, but they take out the cocktail party and turn it into a pool party. Um, for me... Nothing good ever happens around the pool. Okay. At my best, though, like, at my best, like, weight and, um, mental health capacity about my weight, pool party I would choose over, um, cocktail party because it feels like less pressure, even though it's probably the same amount of pressure. And it's another one of those, like... I can bounce off of these other women because we're kind of all together and it's less about, it felt at least less about like the one-on-one time and more about the let's all hang out time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It seemed a lot more fun. Yeah, but I'm not sure that I agree. If you you take out the aspect of like body dysmorphia, (laughs) like, or whatever. But see, I can't because that's, I mean. I mean, if it's like. part of who I am. Right. So for me, I am uncomfortable in a water setting. With people I don't know very well. Um, Madison and I went to a party. I was like, I'm not going to go in the hot tub. And then I got really, really drunk and was like, hot tub! Mm -hmm. So for me, I would have to either be very, very drunk or like I would just sit in my pajamas on a a beach chair like next to the pool. Because that's something that makes me uncomfortable. Um, But... I think that I prefer a cocktail party because you can, like, get dressed and look your best and you don't have to, like, worry about getting your hair wet and that kind of thing. And I'd want to look, like, super amazing. And I, naturally, the, these women do look super amazing. Just, that's not how I feel about myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I know it's, like, hard to be like, well, take that part out of it and just, like, stick yourself in this slot. For me, I'm a Pisces. I love the water. It's, like, where I feel most at home. I worked at a pool for 100,000 years. I'd be the girl sitting with the little testing kit, like, making sure the pH balance is correct. Because <laughs> um, I'm, like, annoying like that. But I I love a pool party. I love um, floating around in the water. Um I love tanning next to the water. I love just being near water just in general. So to me, this feels like a very fun and easy day that I not only get to hang out with my girlfriends, but I get to hang out with my boyfriend that we're all collectively dating, which honestly feels like college. This This is me dating in college. I would would have no problem if this was just like an all ladies pool party, like with all of my girlfriends um, or people that I'm really comfortable with. But knowing that I'm dating this this person and there's, like, 15 other very attractive women, I'd be like, nah, I'll swim later. Thanks. <laughs> I'm the pool is here it all the time, like, so it's fine. Yeah. It did seem like a lot of them were just kind of sitting on the couches and, like, they it, maybe were in their cover-ups or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. A lot of them weren't feeling it. So, I mean, I understand that, but and I think everybody still genuinely feeling, had fun. For the a lot mo- of them were not feeling cat. Either. Oh, yeah. a lot of them were Kelly not called her a whore. Yeah, oh. they because they were playing chicken, I guess, in the pool, which is something that like we used to do in high school. I don't know. I played it in high school with my like high school boyfriend. 
Um, and literally Kelly says, Kat is trying too hard for Juan Pablo's um, attention. Her head was in her his crotch for 20 minutes. She looks like a whore. And I'm like, oh, Kelly, not a cute look, girl. Please leave that at home. Leave them shaming other women I think she was jealous. To make yourself feel she better. was jealous. Oh, her. 100%. 100%. Like, Kelly's a bitch. Like, <laughs> she just is. Bitch yeah. in sheep's clothing. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but they're not loving Kat, and Charlene even had something to say about her, where and which was like much more classy. And she just was like, you know, when the cameras are on, Kat is in front of them, and even when Juan Pablo's not there, Kat is in front of the camera. So it's interesting to see how people act in this environment as opposed to like acting now, in real life. There is an adult in this situation who's like, I'm gonna put this diplomatically, you know. It's not, what we see here isn't, isn't all there is. Um, and that's my girl, Charlene. Love her. And I th- so what my question is, like, is Kat here for the right reasons, question mark? Do we think she is? What do we, I mean, like, I just feel like we don't really know very much Yeah, about I don't feel like I know her at all. Maybe she was just having fun and enjoying playing chicken. I think Kat loves the attention. And that's all okay. I'm going to say about that. I really, I just think she loves the attention. And do you know there's some people like that who just need it on themselves? Hmm. Victoria F. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and my other question I had was, because we did already talk about how Charlene kind of makes out with him. And of course, we got to get to our Claire Crawley moment of the episode. Claire Crawley! But Charlene... Talks about how this might not be, like, the setting for her. And my question is, like, do we think that Charlene's going to self-eliminate soon? Honestly, I, I, I think she is on the fence. So it could go either way. She could she could stay and see if this is something she could really get into. Or she could be like, nah, man, not my scene. I'm going back to Germany. So, of course, we're going to have to talk about Claire being Claire. Our girl, our girl oh, Claire. Our, I, I just hesitate to say our girl. She, she has her little moment where she is watching Charlene and Juan Pablo um, kissing at the pool party. Mm-hmm. And we've already kind of talked about how it was a little awkward and Charlene was like, are they watching us? Moment. But Claire gets really upset and excuses herself from the rest of the pool party. And who comes to help her but Renee? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Renee, too good for Bachelor Nation. She's just too good for I would love to get her on here. Yes, let's get Renee. Mm -hmm. Renee, come on the podcast. We love you a lot. We for real love you, though. (laughs) Not for fake love you. Not for fake. Like, for real, we love you. Um... She com- goes out of the way to, like, talk to Claire and comfort her in this ridiculous time of need of I'm on a dating show and he's kissing other women, um, which is super funny given what happens next week, but whatever. She, so what, I don't know how to word this, but, like, we all have our opinions of Claire at this point. But, like... Give us that hot take. If we're trying to... It's not, like, a hot take, but, like, if we're trying to, like, look at this with fresh eyes, try not to use the Claire Crawley that we know against her, what... 
what do what do you guys think of this moment with her? Like, if this was anyone else watching somebody kissing on a dating show and then running upstairs to her room to cry about not knowing where she stands or, like, what the deal was with her. Like, what do you guys think about that? Because, honestly, are we just being really mean to Claire? (laughs) Or is this something that, like, no matter who it was, I would be like, oh, my God, you're on a dating show. Because I know how I feel about it. But I'm interested to see what you guys have to say. I think that uh, I would have had the same... Okay, so if I were there, I would have had the same reaction that Andy did. Where Andy said somebody's gonna snap yeah she i think she kind of said something along the lines of like claire is like losing her fucking mind (laughs) you know what i mean i think that would have been my reaction regardless of the claire that we all know and love i think that was when claire started to break a little bit for me playing devil's advocate here and, and kind of thinking about the situation i think being on this kind of show is a high-stress situation, mm-hmm. so it's really easy for you to give into your emotions and, like, let yourself get carried away, especially since you're in the same house with the same 20-something girls for however many weeks. Um, it's a very stressful situation. Um, it's a very stressful uh, aventura. So... I get it. I get it. But I also, my reaction to this would have been like, I'd have rolled my eyes and just kept reading my magazine or whatever. Or kept talking to whoever. I'm not sure I would have made a snarky comment about it then. Definitely later. But not then. When I the just, tell-all, you would have like been on top of that. Oh man, I wouldn't wait till the tell-all. Probably the, probably the next time where there's a camera on me, I'd be like, this is fucking unbelievable. <laughs> but like for the situation, I just would have like rolled my eyes, done a heavy sigh, and continued doing whatever I was doing, which is probably talking to another girl or reading a book. Mm-hmm. Like, So for me, to watch Claire like ha- freak out about this, it's almost like, it's one of those like do you know what you signed up for? Because even at this point, this is season 18 of this show. No, this is this is Claire's world, and we're just living in it. I know, I know, but, like, I don't know. I know for me, this is not the environment I would thrive in at all, because I'm a very, because of trauma, very, I need to be in a monogamous relationship. That's just it. I do not feel comfortable in any other kind of situation. Um, College men be damned at the time. I, you know, had a really hard time with that. And now, being older, I would still have that same kind of hard time. So this is not a show I would sign up for to begin with. But had I done so, like, would I be the girl crying in the bath? I'm trying to be realistic about it. Would I be the girl crying in the bathroom because he's kissing other women? Maybe. And see, I, I hate I just, that about myself. I don't see the kissing thing as a big deal right now. I'm going to say in the future, yes. Yeah. But, like, considering what happens in the next episode. But for me, like, I mean, you signed up to date the same guy's you know, 25 other women. Right. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Right. To me, like, kissing wouldn't be a big deal. Sure. Sure. I I understand that. I just thought that, like, I, I think that we, we sometimes walk that line is, like, are we judging Claire because she's Claire? Which is super valid because Claire is, you know, the only, the only Claire around. 
but or would we be just like if it had been like Kat or Andy or Nikki or Chelsea would we be judging them just as harshly as we judge our our good friend Claire I guess Claire come on the podcast (laughs) Claire maybe not I think when because when Cassandra had her breakdown about you know missing her son and her and Renee were like in the bathroom talking and she was crying neither of us like we're mad at her about that. I mean, right. it's a different situation, but... Um, exactly, but it is a different situation. It's not, these men are kissing, or this man is kissing other girls, and I'm upset about it. This was, I miss my son, who, that to me was like, I, well, I don't understand that, but I empathize with it, whereas, like, we'll I can understand... understand it when, when we get our water When car. we get our <laughs> car boat, we'll understand yeah. it. But, um... I, I Guys, we gotta get a car boat. Right? I know. <laughs> I was just going to say that I don't think that Claire was crying um, because he was necessarily kissing other women. If you listen carefully to what she's saying, she's crying because he's not giving her any attention. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why Claire doesn't thrive in this environment is because she needs all of the attention on her. And when she doesn't get all of the attention, she starts flailing. So that's... That's a good point. That's... If you listen carefully to what she says to Renee in the bathroom, she talks about how she just wants Juan Pablo to come up to her and tell her and talk to her. Like, she wants the attention and she's not getting what she wants. So what you're saying is, no, we're not judging her too harshly. She's just doing what she's doing. I I just think she can't, she doesn't thrive in this environment. And you know what? It must be hard being really, really pretty. And the thing is, too, it's so interesting about, (laughs) listen, listen. Rachel, you are really, really pretty. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. However, um, when you, (laughs) when you, like, put these beautiful women who probably have never had to fight for a man's attention before... In a room full of 30 other women, or in a, not just a room, but in a house full of 30 other women, who you're all fighting for this man's attention. I can imagine to Claire, she's never been in that position before. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can imagine for her that she, this is the first time she's ever had to fight for a man's attention, including daddy's. Oh, but, I don't like, think that's true. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's a little too needy and insecure for me to believe that this is the first time she's had to fight for someone's like attention. Really interesting. Or so, or you could see, you could see it in a couple of different ways too, because I could also see like maybe initially Claire's never had to fight, but have you ever been in a relationship where you get into it and then it's like you have to fight for the attention after? No, because <laughs> I've been there. What? Um, where, oh my God, am I the only one? Maybe it's just me, but I have, oh God, it's just me. I've been in relationships where, oh no, where I, uh, you know, am the person in the room that the, the guy is looking at and I'm not trying all that hard. And then as soon as we like make this a thing, then every other girl in the room is more interesting than me, and I have to then fight for the attention. Am I the only that one? That kind of sounds like a toxic relationship. relationship. Yeah, that sounds like a toxic relationship. I don't really know what that's all well, about. Well, it, can't say it, it was, was healthy. Yeah, can't say it was great. Did not end well. There, there, but, um, 
Oh, You're no. You're in a good place Well, now. that'll go in the therapy book for later. Anyways. <laughs> this is one of those moments where you're like, wait, was I fucked up? <laughs> wait, this didn't happen to everyone? It was just me? <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, all right. Well, it's, it's fine. Uh, I'm fine now. Everything's good. But, geez, okay. Here's a, moving right along. There's a rose ceremony that's happening now. My segues are impeccable. <laughs> there's a rose ceremony that happens. Um, it kind of happens right away because we get in our cocktail party. It just kind of like goes into it. Um, Cassandra, Nikki, and Chelsea already have roses from their respective one-on-ones and group dates. And then we get down to the order of the rose ceremony, which goes first, Andy, my girl, love her. Mm-hmm. Renee, then Kelly, Charlene, Elise, Kat, Allie, Claire, eighth place for Claire here. I don't know if that means anything, but just something to note. I don't know if if Juan Pablo's order means anything, but we'll, like we could keep an eye on it. I don't know either. Let's keep an That's eye on That's something I've been keeping track of is the order of people and Claire has gone from um, you know, the Being one the top getting the one on one, being the first person called night one and now she's um in eighth here at the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. We have Lauren in ninth. And then Danielle in 10th. Um, and then Lucy and Christy go home. So sad. So when we look at our Bachelor League teams for Sarah and I, I have Andy, Chelsea, Nikki, and Kat left. So I'm down to my last four out of my total of eight that I started with. Same. And Sarah, yeah, Sarah's at the same place. Sarah, who do so you have? So it's... Charlene, Renee... Kelly, Kelly and uh, Cassandra. Okay. Cool. So right now it's pretty balanced. Um, we're not I mean, keeping track of points. If we were keeping track of points, I think I'd be, You'd like, be ahead. in the lead. Yeah, you would be ahead. Because Kelly is a real bitch. <laughs> well, until this one, because I have two um, two girls. No, well, Nikki won the group date and then Cassandra had the other one. So we, we would be pretty close yeah. um, for the one-on-one points and stuff like that. But... It's pretty balanced. We did a good job picking off of just pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we are only on episode three. So there's like a lot more to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, in next episode, things do, Rachel, as you said, like do start to get a little crazy. We start to see the claws come out a little bit more mm-hmm. than they have in the past couple of episodes. Um, but that's for next week, mm-hmm. not for this week. Um, we do have some trivia questions. I have some trivia questions oh, for Rachel. So this is where we put the little sound effect. Trivia, trivia, trivia for the master, Rachel. That was beautiful. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have, I think, three trivia questions today for Rachel. So these might be too hard, but who knows? Now that you've recovered from COVID, there's no excuses. You I know, right? right Correct. I think I've only coughed once. <laughs> I, I have no, no, no excuses. Okay, go ahead. So, okay. Proud of you. Thank you. So number one, mm-hmm. the first date card says what to Cassandra? Um, it's, I think it was like, love is a wild ride. Something along those. I know it said wild. Yeah, is that right? Correct. Cool. Yeah, you got it. So that's one. Cool. And then the next one is 
which team, blue or red, won the soccer game? Oh, tits. I want to say the red team. What, 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 what? Congratulations. Another one correct. Hello. Yes. Hi. Here I am. Mama's back. Mama's back. <laughs> and here's the last one. Chelsea went on the um, one-on-one date. What did her date card say? Her date card said, um, <laughs> I want to say it says let's hang, but I feel like that's not <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like not right. Um, it's it probably said mm, no. I yeah. I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I'm gonna get it. What did it say? Blah, blah. <laughs> the correct answer was. Do you trust me? Oh snap. Okay. Listen, two out of three ain't bad. As Meatloaf would say, two out of three ain't bad. I'm still a winner. <laughs> you are. Thanks. And I think that that's everything for today. Mm-hmm. My name is Madison Sedler. I'm Sarah, a spectator, not a specter hill. And I'm Rachel Tashari, the master. And right. we will be back next week. See you then. Love you. Bye. Thank you.